0: All right my friends, welcome to the program. Monday. I think Marky, Mark and I are the only two that went to work today. Driving in, I look like the apocalypse on the road. Nobody out there. Everybody's just kind of um sleeping in maybe. Maybe they're going to work late. I don't know. It's a uh, I even heard Mr. Traffic guy say, uh, "Yeah, light traffic. Nothing to do here. I'm going to sit back and smoke a cigarette and um Wait for somebody to show up on the roads. So anyway, if you are commuting in, uh, welcome to the workforce. <laughs> Everybody else uh, took the rest of the week off, I guess, uh, through the end of the year. Uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. And glad to have you here. It is a Monday edition of the radio show, and I I, I laughed. I, I thought traffic is light. Nobody's uh, going to work today. And then I heard the traffic. I acknowledged the same thing, and I'm thinking, well, I guess true. Nobody's going to work today. But you and I going to work today, and we're all here. So uh, welcome to the workforce. Uh, we're blue-collar people just uh, making ends meet. That's what we do. I'm uh, g- 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 glad to have you here. I really am. All right, Jimmy Lakey is my name, and uh, pleasure to be here, and it's News Talk 600 KCOL. I will be here for the next four hours, and then Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, I wonder if they go to work today. You know, they're big dogs of talk radio. They do what they want, so maybe they'll be – I'm guessing they'll be there. I know Hannity usually takes off – uh, Christmas, uh, up until like the first, uh, he, 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 yeah, his vacation annually and Hannity rarely takes off. So I give him credit. Uh, I think he's, uh, he's usually out the first week or two of January, but, uh, Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm guessing Hannity will be there today. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton, I don't know. You know, they're the big dogs, and they do what they want. Uh Dan Kaplis, I don't know either. But if you're out on the roadways today, you have a benefit is that at least right now, there's very little traffic out there, very light, I think is the best way to say that. Very, very light, and uh, you're going to get to where you want to be very smoothly as long as everybody obeys the traffic laws and keeps it in the lane and uh, keeps the rubber side down. That's what we want you to do today. Uh, lots of things to talk about on the program today. Joe Brocato coming up next on the show. In the next segment, we're going to talk about how to survive the holiday season. Remember the rule, never talk religion or politics or a family gathering? Is that still the rule? I've heard some people say that that's how we ended up in such a sensitive world, uh, that we were told to keep our po- Political thoughts and our religious thoughts to ourselves, and no one knows how to disagree agreeably, and therefore, you know I, I, I do don't I, I I do agree that for the most part, keep the politics, the religion, all that stuff out of your holiday gathering as you over the river through the woods to grandma's house should go. But you know, there might be an occasion you want to engage, but yes, it can blow up a, a Christmas gathering. We'll talk to Joe Braccato about that very topic especially in the world of wokeness uh to where it's not just you're offended and mad that somebody is a Trump supporter or a Nikki Haley supporter or a Joe Biden supporter it's uh, it's all out hell because they're woke and uh, you may cross that line so we'll talk about that with Joe Broccato coming up in the next segment of the show 6:35 this morning also John Adam you may not know that name except of John Adams with an s on the end one of the founding fathers but John Adam is the Denver multi-area director for FCA which stands for Fellowship of Christian Athletes and I wanted to talk to him about their accomplishments in 2023 so we'll talk to John Adam coming up at 8:35 this morning and then Megan Barth our uh, wonderful, wonderful friend from ReaganBabe.com and also the editor-in-chief of the Nevada Globe going to be on the show as well, so don't miss a portion of the program. Lots of things to get to besides what I just mentioned, but we will cover it all. Some polling data comes out. You know what happens right after the start of the year is you're going to get through the holidays and the festivities, and then you're going to end up right into the Iowa caucus if you're a Republican. Uh, the Democrats are foregoing the Iowa Iowa caucus because ultimately Joe Biden says, "Hey, we're going to sort of South Carolina and uh, Iowa quiet over there, New Hampshire quiet over there because he didn't do well in the Iowa or New Hampshire." primary and caucus uh, four years ago, and then uh, Representative James Clyburn stepped in and endorsed him in South Carolina and reinvigorated his campaign. So as a political payback, the Democrats are starting in South Carolina this year for the first time in modern history, and New Hampshire and Iowa are just being skipped because, <clears throat> well, they're afraid they'll have the same... the, the, the same well, the, the, Even though there's no alternative, they're afraid they'll have the same uh, kind of a lack of enthusiastic welcome, so they're going to start in South Carolina, the Democrats are. And I think that's a February or March or something, that's down the road. But the Republicans start in Iowa and in New Hampshire, and uh, Donald Trump, according to polling numbers, again, not worried about polling numbers in November right now. I'm not going to spend a lot of time uh, spinning around about those, but the interesting thing is in Iowa, Donald Trump is still the formidable leader. Now the media today is trying to make hey, is it does it matter? I don't know. That Nikki Haley seems to be consolidating the anti-Trump or the everybody but Trump votes in New Hampshire. Uh, this is CBS News. Donald Trump still leads in New Hampshire, but Nikki Haley has consolidated much of the non-Trump vote and has emerged as a top alternative to him there. Among the top candidates Haley gets the best marks as seen as the most likable and reasonable and she runs nearly even with Trump on being prepared notable concerning uh, considering uh, he held the presidency she has been running on the part of electability and is now seen as the most electable of Trump's challengers in north uh, excuse me New Hampshire Trump has consolidated his already uh, commanding lead in Iowa. Likely caucus goers overwhelmingly see him as a strong leader, represents Iowa values, etc. So it's going to be interesting. I know we'll uh, be checking out for the holidays. Won't be paying attention. But as we head into the holidays, uh, the media making hay that Nikki Haley, according to poll numbers, uh, seems to be consolidating some of the non uh, Trump voters in New Hampshire. And that's what some folks have been waiting to happen. They've been waiting for somebody to uh, uh, kind of gather the, all, everybody else say that they're, they're not voting for Trump, gather them up. Now, let me give you the numbers. Now that I've read the headlines, here's the numbers. In New Hampshire, the, who would you vote for today? 44% in New Hampshire would vote for Donald J. Trump. would vote for Nikki Haley. Now, what's interesting is that they say that she's consolidating the non-Trump voters. However, Uh, 11% still go to DeSantis, Chris Christie, uh, who everybody thought, well, Chris Christie probably thought he would do well in New Hampshire. He's only at 10%. Vivek Ramaswamy has dropped down to five. And do you know Asa Hutchinson still in the race? I didn't know Asa was still in. Uh, when was the last time you even thought about or considered the voice of the name of Asa Hutchinson? Well, he's getting 1% of the vote. Now I'm not a smart mathematician. But uh, Hutchinson, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Chris Christie, they have 16% of the Republican vote. And then if you combine, (laughs) you add DeSantis, 11, and then Nikki Haley's, 29. So there is a, I guess you could argue, a majority of people in uh, New Hampshire that are going to vote for anyone else other than Trump. So there is that. Now, you can't assume that if you 11% of Donald Trump, that every one of those would go to Nikki Haley, and you can't assume that if Nikki Haley dropped, everyone would go to Ron DeSantis. Some would filter back to Trump, but Trump is below 50% right now, and the other folks all combined have more than 50%. So that's where some folks have said if Nikki Haley can do a strong showing, everybody else starts to drop out, and all those other voters coalesce around Nikki Haley, and the orange guy, Donald J. Trump, is out. We'll see. It's fascinating to watch, and we'll start one step at a time. Again, I'm not that worried about polling numbers that are coming in for him uh, November of next year and hypotheticals there. But, you know, we can keep an eye on them. But Iowa and New Hampshire are just right around the corner, and so we shall keep an eye on those because, again, I think 30, 60, Uh, within 60 days I think both of those events are done so hold on to your hats my friends hold on to your hats all right uh, Jimmy Leakey here is my name nice to have you here News Talk 600 KCOL Governor Polis uh, has a new plan on land use in America excuse me in Colorado I'll talk about that Randall O'Toole has the column that we will discuss that forthcomingly on the show. What else do I have here that I want to get to? I don't want to get it's holiday season. Every time I read a very heavy story I'm like, "Oh, it's the holidays, but we have to dive into some of these things." So we shall in due course on the program. A ballot measure is pushing that people that have uh, con- well, uh, concealed carry is limited. Concealed carry permits are limited. Uh, if you use weed, uh, but there's a ballot measure that's being proposed that, hey, even if you have weed, even if you smoke the marijuana, you should be able to uh, have a concealed carry permit. We'll talk about that ballot measure uh, forthcoming on the show. Also, my friends, we can talk wolves in Colorado, a lot of discussion about wolves and their reintroduction into uh Colorado. And, you know, it's interesting they keep talking about reintroduction. The Colorado folks voted for reintroduction. You know, there's wolves already here. They're naturally migrated here. They naturally have populated <clears throat> and they're spreading and they are doing damage to farmers and ranchers all across Colorado already. And for some reason, our governor and, and our state government are hell-bent on reintroducing more of them and putting some with the, um, they'll, they'll put the tracking devices on them so they uh, know exactly where they're at and exactly where they are migrating. So uh, we can discuss all of that in the program today, and there's a lot of discussion because uh, lawsuits are being filed to stop some of this wolf reintroduction. Uh, but let there be no mistake about it, there are already wolves in Colorado. Talked to a friend of mine just uh, over the weekend, and he talked about Uh, His experience with wolves in Colorado, and he knows her here. He has seen them with his very own eyes. And it did not take a government program to get them here. It did not take a government program at all. Uh, If you want to talk about the world of sports, the Denver Broncos went down in a blaze of non-glory yesterday against the Detroit, or Saturday against the Detroit Lions. Anybody watch that game? That was ugly. That was a Denver Broncos we thought we would get all season. A lot of talk about whether or not that uh, Russell Wilson and Coach Sean Payton got into it over the weekend on the sideline. Uh, I was reading some of the op-ed pieces. It's really interesting. The Denver media, uh, Denver-centric media has always been very, 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 uh, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, let's just say they've been kind of homers as coverage, but it's been interesting in the last several months. They have not been as homer-ish, if you will, like the, the homeboys of just uh, all these Broncos and, and no critique. And I still read one op-ed that said, that just eviscerated Sean Payton, the coach of the Denver Broncos. And it reminded me, of, I, thought, thought, I thought for a moment I was reading like the New York City media or something because uh, everything is just dramatic and uh, they, they thought uh, Sean Payton was a quitter. Evidently, there were a couple of plays, I only watched the first half of the game, I didn't watch the second half, uh, a couple of plays that some folks thought that Sean Payton should throw the red flag, the challenge flag, and he didn't and thought he would win, and they would have had points on the board, and maybe the end results of the game would have been differently had Sean Payton uh, fought for his team and thrown the challenge flag. And then there was, I guess, not a tussle, but Sean Payton yelling at uh, Peyton Manning, and I was watching some local news last night and yesterday, and a lot of folks commentated that that's not a good look, and Sean Payton lost his cool. Anyway, your thoughts on the, Bron- the Broncos? Uh, that's what happens. You You start the year horribly, and then you have the hopes of the playoffs, and I guess technically the Broncos still have hopes of the playoffs, but not very many hopes. They have to, I think, win out every other game the rest of the season, which might be possible. And then I think the stars have to align and Jupiter has to do something. There's a a chance the Broncos could still make the playoffs, but it seems as if tensions were very high in Broncos nation uh, on Saturday because everybody thought they may be going to the playoffs and they had a real good run there. But, you know, you've got to be honest, the Broncos need a lot of help, and part of the help they need is the offensive line, and they've needed help with the offensive line for the longest of time, and so far they haven't gotten that help, but we shall see if that help comes very uh, very soon in the next draft. And if they do, hey, more power to them. But anyway, it was uh, interesting to read some of the media seemingly turning on the Broncos. They had high hopes and now they're turning on them. And, uh, you know, is that fair? I don't know. What I appreciate is that when you see media that's willing to uh, not be, and I don't know if it's because it's a new group in town, but when uh, the had the Elway clan and the Elway group that was always, I don't know, they were always handled with kit gloves by Denver media. But some of the media over the weekend, some of the op-ed pieces, were it, it did it remind it thought I was in New York City or uh, Dallas or some place, and they were just g- going after the coach and going after the owners and. Is it fair? No, but it's sports. It's never fair in sports. They always uh, they're they're making the headlines. Uh, just say that. So anyway, we'll we'll dive into some of that. If you watch the game, I didn't see what he was supposed to challenge. Uh, I didn't watch it, but I read several things that says Sean Payton was supposed to throw the red challenge flag, and he did not throw the red challenge flag, and that did not sit well with a lot of people. A lot of people very upset about that, and I didn't see it. So if 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 if, I, if I, yeah, if I have time, I did say over the weekend, I said, I'm going to go back and watch the game again. But then I realized I didn't record it, and I don't think it was on replay. So here's, here's another story. Uh, the Biden family did not have a great week last week. Uh, you had the Hunter Biden story that uh, broke. We talked about that on Friday. You have his defiance of the congressional subpoena. And now there's another story out that uh, Joe Biden's daughter, owes thousands of dollars dollars on income tax. Now, usually presidential children, uh, they're kind of off limits because you you can't control what your adult children do. But the reason this is so interesting that uh, Joe Biden, uh, his kids owe taxes is that Joe Biden was made a campaign issue uh, about people that were cheating on their taxes, not paying their fair share, and even remember uh, in a budget wanted to pass and got the money uh, to hire 85,000 new IRS agents to go after people who weren't paying their fair share of taxes. Well, Ashley Biden owes, according to reports in the news this morning, just over five thousand dollars in taxes and has tax liens. Is that important? I don't know, but it does make a good headline for the media out there. But uh, five thousand bucks owed by Ashley, and of course, uh, Hunter Biden is under indictment for taxes. But is it does it can an adult president control his adult children? The answer is no. Let's be honest. You have adult childrens, and uh, those have done everything that you want them to do but uh, it is interesting when you have a, a campaign that campaigns heavily on the fact that uh, there should be okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh Ah, oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. plus and apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. There should be more IRS agents because everybody has to pay their fair share. And then you find out that there's those in your own family that are not. It's kind of like that moment in time in which the uh, Vivek Ramaswamy criticized Nikki Haley. Uh, she was mouthing off a lot about TikTok and thought TikTok was a, what, what is the phrase we always like to use in these campaigns? Existential threat. Uh, she thought that uh, yeah, t- uh, he thought that TikTok was a, the greatest threat known to mankind. And Nikki Haley, well, Nikki Haley thought it was bad as well. And then he said, Well, your own daughter has TikTok. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, she has her 12 year old or something having TikTok. Turns out it's her grown and married daughter that has a TikTok account. And at that point, you throw the yellow flag on Vivek Ramaswamy and say, you know, if if, if your daughter is grown and married, I'm sure you're not going to like every decision she makes, but uh, you can't hold that against Nikki Haley. So... That could be the same thing we're seeing on Ashley Biden, yeah, she owes five thousand bucks in back taxes. Sorry to hear that. God bless her. I hope she gets that paid up. But uh, you can't blame that, blame that. There's lots of other things you can put on Joe, but I don't think you can really uh, put that on. Uh, on yeah, I, I don't think you can put Ashley Biden owing five thousand dollars in taxes and having tax liens. I don't think you can put that on Joe, and I don't think you can put Nikki Haley's adult daughter having a TikTok account. Uh, on Nikki Haley. All right. Oh, by, by the way, isn't it interesting that Vivek Ramaswamy, who was uh, getting all the attention for the longest time in the presidential primary, at least in New Hampshire, has dropped down to single digit support. So we, we'll discuss it at all the numbers again. We'll talk about New Hampshire. We'll talk about Iowa. That's going to be popping up right after we get back from our holiday break. But uh, good morning, my friends. It's, gl- I'm glad to have you here on the radio show. Couple of ways to contact me. It's Jimmy Lakey at iHeartMedia.com. Jimmy Lakey at iHeartMedia.com. Facebook.com slash Jimmy Lakey fan page. Let me say that again because I like saying it. Facebook.com slash Jimmy Lakey fan page. If you're on the Twitter, If you're on the Twitter, go to my name, Jimmy Lakey. If you're on the Truth Social, go to my name, Jimmy Lakey. Also, the phone number, 866-888-5449. Our old buddy Joe Bracato joins us next, talking about the holidays and the holiday season. Stand by, 600-K-C-O-L. Now, I know uh, conservatives all day will uh, take the story. Is it really a story Ashley Biden, uh, daughter of the president, knows... $5,000 in back taxes uh, supposedly. Conservatives all day will try to run with that story. Listen, move forward. It's not a story. It's not something that I think most Americans pay attention to. It's similar to Vivek Ramaswamy attacking Nikki Haley that her gr- that her grown daughter, that's I think daughter's grown and married, uh, has a TikTok account and yet Nikki squawks against TikTok. It's, it's as if Nikki is totally responsible for everything that her adult daughter does. It's not, a, it's not a good look on the Ashley thing. The Hunter thing's a different story because there's ties uh, to Joe Uh, but anybody that's trying to run this story one of the websites out there just was on uh, had a headline as if oh my god it's it's not a story it really is not a story Uh, here's a story I, I have a question for you on is anybody out there still boycotting Bud Light Remember the Bud Light controversy? They got into the transgender controversy back around the time of March Madness, and, uh, yeah, the, the, the whole thing. Well, uh, UFC, uh, has announced, of course, that they announced that they're going to be the official beer sponsor. The beer sponsor of UFC is going to be, uh, the Ultimate Fighting Championship is going to be Bud Light. And uh, now you have Kid Rock. Oh, you have Peyton Manning. Uh, Peyton Manning, who's um, who's in more commercials? Peyton Manning or mm, Peyton Manning? He's all over the place. He's got a great agent, I guess. And at which point do you say Peyton? And none of this is legitimate eh, because that's what you got to be careful of. If you're endorsing everything, are you really endorsing anything? Does anybody think that Peyton Manning is a Bud Light fan? Or do you think he's just a celebrity? You know, when I endorse somebody on this show, I do due, due diligence and if I need their services, they have to be somebody that I would be comfortable using. Uh, but Peyton Manning, uh, Eli, to a lesser extent, is on every stinking commercial known to mankind. And at some point you have to say, okay, he doesn't really mean that, does he? I don't know. Uh, Peyton Manning on the big Bud Light commercial. Some people were upset about that last week. Well, now, oh my goodness, some of you are really going to be upset. Kid Rock has evidently broken from the boycott and says he's no longer boycotting Bud Light. And uh, there was a a photo several weeks ago uh, of Kid Rock standing at some event drinking a Bud Light. So I think he had uh, privately had already given up his his, uh, boycott. Let me ask you, I've got a question for you very sincerely. Some of you were very sincere and adamant in your in your hatred of Bud Light, and you're never gonna drink that beer again by God. And yet, some people that would be deemed as more conservative out there, Kid Rock's a McDonald Trump fan. Uh, Some people would say that they have given up that Bud Light thing and it's back to, they've learned their lesson. That's what uh, Kid Rock has said. They learned their lesson. So just curious, if you see Peyton Manning, you're a Peyton Manning fan, and you see Peyton Manning now being the uh, spokesperson for uh, Bud Light and 45 billion other things, and then you hear about Kid Rock giving up his Bud Light boycott, and then you find out that uh, the UFC's given giving up their Bud Light boycott, and they're going to be, be the uh, allow Bud Light to be the sponsor of the UFC fights. Uh, is anybody out there still holding on to it? I know there's a couple because I've seen some social media posts. Uh, I'm so disappointed in Peyton Manning. I'm so disappointed in Kid Rock. Are you really? At this point, what do you need Budweiser, the parent company, Anheuser-Busch uh, of Bud Light, to do to make you feel better about themselves, I, I better about you drinking the Bud Light? I, I don't know. I'm not a beer drinker, uh, so I don't know. But I'm just curious who's still holding on to the boycott. If you're not for sure, um, evidently Kid Rock has given up on his Bud Light boycott and I'm asking if you have as well. All right, glad to have you here on the show. It's Jimmy Lakey in the mornings, and I hope I make you feel alive. That's what the jingle says, isn't it? Uh Jimmy Lakey in the morning makes you feel alive, and I'm very honored that I can do that. Hey, guys, maybe you haven't been feeling all that alive. Maybe in the uh, moments of intimacy in the bedroom, you haven't felt like yourself. and that's called ED, erectile dysfunction. And it can happen to any man for a lot of different reasons of any age. But listen, once it starts happening, a lot of guys just affect you. It affects your psyche. It affects your emotions. It affects your uh, just confidence. And a lot of guys just start avoiding intimacy altogether because they don't want that feeling failure to perform. Listen, if you have had that failure to perform and it's affecting your life, You need to make that phone call to Rocky Mountain Men's Clinic and get treated for ED, erectile dysfunction. Here's what you do. You make a phone call to them. Go to their website, rockymountainmensclinic.com. You're going to have a PSA, a T-test, medical consultation. And then even if medically advised, they have a lot of different treatment venues and avenues for you. But if medically advised, even a test dose in the office, if the test dose doesn't work, your office visit is actually free. And by the way, the office visit is just $99. A lot of guys say they're performing now like they haven't performed in years. So guys, rockymountainmensclinic.com, Fort Collins, North Denver, Central Denver, Castle Rock, Colorado Springs, five locations, rockymountainmensclinic.com, rockymountainmensclinic.com. Make that appointment and get treated for ED and put some joy back in your holiday season. It's a great gift for you and for your partner, rockymountainmensclinic.com. Make sure you tell them that Jimmy Leakey is talking about him on the radio. Everybody stand by. You got to take this break. News Talk 600. KCOL. Anybody still boycotting the Bud Light? 866-888-5449. 866-888-5449. Peyton Manning's endorsing him. Kid Rock says, hey, the boycott's done. Do you feel the same way? 866-888-5449. Lakey on the radio. News Talk 600 KCOL. Stick around. More to come. You know, I, I I commented in the first segment of the show about the Denver Broncos' loss on Saturday, and some of the media in Colorado going apoplectic, and I, I guess Sean Payton was supposed to throw some challenge flags he didn't throw. I, I don't know. I didn't watch the second half of the game. I was actually at a Christmas party, and uh, this was a weekend of Christmas party hopping. Everybody enjoy your Christmas parties? Yeah, I had lots of them. I had a friend who also his son graduated from college. I had to... Uh, I had to go to that party, which I didn't have to go. I went to that party. That was a fun time yesterday. And then I had Christmas parties Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, so I was bouncing around, bouncing, bouncing, bouncing around to the party scene. So uh, the Denver Broncos game was happening on Saturday, and they did have the uh, Broncos game on in the background at the Christmas party that I had uh, dropped by. And attended, one of them, uh, one of them had that on. I had another neighborhood reception I had to attend. But, uh, yeah, I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched a lot of the first half. I didn't see it. But it, it is funny to just to see how sports fans, in general, uh, just that uh, they they hate you know the Broncos lose to the Dolphins and it's the end of the world as we know it and oh my God everybody's got to go Russell Wilson's bad and then you have five or six games where the Broncos win and Russell Wilson's good he's top and by the way his numbers were top in the NFL, uh, first and second in the NFL is uh, for five or six games then they have a bad game against the uh, uh, Detroit Lions on Saturday and Russell Wilson is uh, trash and uh, Sean Payton's being ripped up in the media and everybody just taking. Deep breath. It's one game at a time. And uh, if you if you went into the season thinking the Denver Broncos were going to go to the Super Bowl, uh, you probably had really high expectations. It takes a while to rebuild a team, and everybody take a deep breath. So, I will the Broncos win another game this season. I have no clue. But uh, throwing Sean Payton to the curb or Russell Wilson right now to the curb uh, might come down the road, but it doesn't happen just because you lose to the uh, the uh, the to the Detroit Lions, uh, which is actually a good football club. <clears throat> they do a, they, they're do; they a good team this year, and they actually could go far into the playoffs, but I'm reading some of the op-eds. Somebody just sent me another one and <laughs> just ripping up uh, the Broncos. Everybody settle down. It's going to be fine, and it's going to take another year or so uh, to give Sean Payton to rebuild this team, and if he doesn't, then and, and get him to where you want him to go. Then you can go after him, but uh, hold on to your horses. And Russell Wilson, well, you got to have – if you don't have an offensive line and you don't have a supporting cast of characters, then Russell Wilson is – um not going to perform maybe up to snuff and maybe he won't I don't know but uh, it's just interesting that Detroit it's as if it's as if the (laughs) Super Bowl contenders had been defeated by the Detroit Lions and I'm thinking I don't know where you came up with these expectations for your Denver Broncos by the way if you want to talk football tonight some of you get angry at me for doing this Uh, you want to talk about being a disappointed fan my friends I have friends in pick'ems and pools and things and they oftentimes when it comes to the Cowboys hey Dallas Cowboys hey Jimmy would you pick the Dallas Cowboys this week, who do you pick? And I always tell them, every every one of them can vouch. I say it depends on which Dallas team shows up. Is it going to be the Dallas team that showed up this year against the San Francisco 49ers where they got their Heine spanked? Is it going to be the um Dallas team that showed up last week against the Philadelphia Eagles, where they spanked the rear end of the Eagles, and thank the Lord they did? Or is it going to be the Dallas team that showed up yesterday against the Buffalo Bills? And got their rear end spanked. So I, I, it always depends uh, week to week. But uh, yeah, my friends always ask me about Dallas. They're, they're, you know, they got their pickums, their pools, or I don't know. The, I don't know what they're doing. They're probably gambling. Probably have bad gambling habits. Cocaine. I don't know what they're doing. They're always asking me about the Dallas game, and I'm like, well, it depends on which team shows up. And they're like, you're no help. And I'm like, you have a cocaine habit, so stop it. No, I don't. None of my friends, to my knowledge, have a cocaine habit. I was just saying that they're always asking me about their gambling addictions. They have gambling addictions. That's what they have. That's the vice they have. All right, good good to have you <laughs> I said that, and some of my friends is he talking about me? Well, you always have, they're always asking me about the Dallas. Jimmy, what do you think of the Dallas game? I got to make my bet. I got to make my picks and things like that. I'm like, you have an addiction here. Settle down, cool your jets. There, anyway, good to have you here on the radio show. Jimmy is my name. I'm pleasured, pleased, and I'm thrilled to have you here. I was talking to my son this weekend, and I realized now that he's gone off to college. <clears throat> I have been derelict in my duties. And one of the derelictions of my duty has been, I have, uh, you know, they move off to college and you don't, well, you gotta schedule things during the break. And I just realized that, that I said, I gotta get you to the dentist. Uh, Usually, you can do that—take him out of school or check him out of school a little bit when he's in high school. But now he's in college. I'm like, you're home for break, and I didn't schedule a dental appointment. Maybe you find yourself in the same way in the same uh, place that you didn't get all your dental stuff done. Maybe your kids are home for break. Maybe they're just—maybe they're in elementary school and you've just been busy. Why did you get on the calendar? For the basic family dental things, that that all the things that have to happen, why don't you get on the calendar at Trail Ridge Dental? Dr. Sean Visker and associates ready to help you and the entire family, all of your dental needs. You have paid for that insurance all of 2023. Did you use all the benefits of it? Get those dental cleanings scheduled. It's real simple to do. They've got two locations at Trail Ridge Dental, Longmont and in Johnstown. Pick your place and use up that insurance to the best of your ability. Maybe get yourself a gift this uh, Christmas season, maybe been looking at whitening of your teeth or maybe some cosmetic things, they can help you with that as well. All of your dental needs, trailridgedental.com, trailridgedental.com. Again, location Longmont and in Johnstown, trailridgedental.com. Be sure to tell them that Jimmy Lakey is talking about them on the radio. Get on their schedule. Make those appointments. Either location, trailridgedental.com. And again, tell them that Jimmy Lakey is talking about them on the radio. Yeah, I realize that. I said, oh, I've I've got to schedule all these dental appointments when you're on break. I realized that with my son this weekend. I went, oops, got to work on that today. Thank you. And um, just getting used to being the empty nester. That's all that's that's happening here. All right. Good to have you here on the radio show. Coming up next hour, uh, we'll continue. (laughs) I just got an email. Uh, Lakey, you sound like a Broncos fan. I'm not. a have never been a Broncos hater. I'm not a Broncos hater. I like the Broncos. I like the Denver Broncos. Uh, and, and I'm just. I'm laughing at everybody who went apoplectic after the Saturday loss against the Lions. And like, oh my God, Sean Payton and uh, Russell Wilson. I'm like, <clears throat> it's one game, kids. One game. And if you elevated your expectations for the Broncos as suddenly they were a Super Bowl contender, obviously a playoff contender. The record shows that, but a Super Bowl contender, probably not. Uh, but if you if you elevated your expectations so much that you go freaking out that they lose on Saturday to the Detroit Lions which is a very good football team then you won't, you got to blame yourself on that that's on you you raised your expectations too high all right i'll i'll talk more about it i'm sure i'll get some emails about it as well it's lakey on the radio good morning colorado news talk 600 k c o l Everybody stick around. More to come. We'll go through some more headlines next.